What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the We Run on Coffee podcast with Marissa and Erica. Happy Wednesday as you're listening to this or happy whatever day it is because not everyone listens on Wednesday and that's okay, but we hope you're having an amazing day and we're so excited to chat with you guys today and chat with each other because Marissa and I have not caught up in a minute, yeah. like a couple <laughs> weeks and we haven't even texted like we normally do. So this is going to be a really good catch up this morning. So without further ado, let's just jump into it. Marissa, what are you drinking and what have you been up? to so this morning i just made a little brown sugar oat milk shake and espresso of course and i actually used like a cocktail shaker to make it because i was like i want to get it like super cold and like a little bit frothy and it's really good so highly recommend just a little bit of oat milk i did like a tablespoon of brown sugar and then yeah just a double shot of espresso ice and then shake it up and you're good (laughs) dang i think the brown sugar drinks are becoming the we run on coffee signature i know (laughs) i love it though because they're so good yeah they are so good but for my catch-up, so last time we talked, I was about to go to New York City, and yes. I'm back, and yeah, baby, it was so much fun. We just, like, we basically just went, and we, like, went to a bunch of food places. We went to a couple of bars that we had, like, looked up and found that would be cool, and yeah. we found this really cool brunch place, and it was in Hell's Kitchen, and it was, like, it was, like, a gay bar, and, El- like, in El- Hell's Kitchen, but it was, like, bottomless brunch. You could get bottomless nice. drinks for like $25 with like the purchase of an entree so it was mm-hmm. only like $50 for bottomless brunch which is like not bad there you go and what was it called the dickens remember? nice yeah a little shout out yeah and it was a really cute like bar too it looks like old timey so it was really fun Ooh, that is fun. And then we also went to the 9-11 museum and we like walked around yes. there of course and That was basically it. We really just went for like food and just to hang out with each other. And that was enough for us. Like we had enough fun just like walking around, finding the different food places and exploring the city. How was the How I Met Your Mother situation? It was good. So we went to- That's what we want to know. Yeah, we went to McGee's (laughs) Bar. So if you don't know, that is the bar that McLaren's and How I Met Your Mother is like based off of. So McGee's was built first and then How I Met Your Mother was made. So we went and it's an Irish pub. And I was so surprised because literally everybody there working was Irish. They all had accents and everything. And I was like, this is, this is maybe a little authentic, (laughs) but- An immersive experience. I know. And it was, it didn't really necessarily look like McLaren's, which I wasn't expecting it to look too much like McLaren's because of course it's modeled off of this bar, but it was really cool to just like, they had little like memorable from the show in there like little pictures of like the cast coming to visit and like getting drinks and food and I think we got two drinks there so I got I don't remember I think I got the pineapple incident so if you know how I met your mother you'll know what I'm talking about yeah and that one was just like a pineapple drink it was really good and then my friend got the ducky tie so again if you watch how I met your mother you know the references and then we got like one more each but I don't even remember what they were called but they were still like punny references to the show and it was a good atmosphere I really liked it the waiting time was a little bit slow and not very many people were in there but I mean we went for like the the atmosphere anyways so it didn't really matter and we just got like a spinach artichoke dip because we had eaten just a couple hours before and we were so bad about planning our meal times like we had planned like a couple places we really wanted to go but then we would get so hungry like two hours before and we're like we have to eat we can't wait (laughs) yes that I don't know why but that's the thing with New York City because that happens to me every time I go I'm like I need food right now yeah 
So I have a really good pizza recommendation. I'm excited for this. I love a pizza. So we had gone the night before after we had like had a couple drinks and you're like, we need food. And then we went to this bar called Barcelona Bar. It's like a real for real dive bar in New York City. Like you you look up dive bars, you don't find a dive bar. This was a real dive bar. And so we went there and we were like, hey, what is like your recommendation on the best pizza? And he was like, oh, the 99 cent pizza. Like you just go and you get a slice, yeah. it's 99 cents or you can get like a whole pizza. And we're like, oh, we went there last night. And he was like, honestly, that's like the best cheap pizza in New York. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, it seems so silly. Like it's just 99 cents for a slice. But we got a whole cheese pizza. It was $8. And nice. it was so good. So I highly recommend That's the funny. 99 cent pizzas in New York City. And yeah, the whole experience was really good. We did stay in a YMCA. And yeah, I know that? I know it sounds a little bit weird, but it was really fun, honestly. So we it was like a hostel situation. So you just have a shared room and then you have like a communal bathroom. And since we were in a YMCA, we actually had decided that we didn't want to use the bathroom on our floor with all the rooms. So we went down to where the pool was in the locker room mm, and we used the showers yeah. down there and like got ready down there because it was bigger and it was like more well lit and like a little bit more well kept because they came like multiple times of like throughout the day to clean it yeah. just because people are like always using the pool and it was really good the like it was a little bit dingy on like the floors where you like sleep and stuff but honestly mm-hmm. you're in New York City you're already dirty from walking around all day and we just wanted to go to bed and we would shower like every morning because you're we like we're dirty we don't want to get yeah. in like maybe these dirty beds but it was clean like we checked everything no stains on the sheets nothing weird like That's that good. And it was in a really great area. We were only a block off of Times, not Times Square, a block off of Central Park. So it was really good. It was like off of 63rd Street. So we were like not even too far from Times Square. And it was perfect. (laughs) I'm actually about to get out of paper right now and write this down. But I think we should do a New York City recommendations episode. Yeah. Those are the best. And I actually have a couple girls I listen to their podcast. They live in New York. But they'll sometimes just do an episode where they recommend places to eat. Okay. This is so nice because when I go to New York, I like look for that stuff. So Uh I'm writing that down. Yeah. I love that that because you're well, we know about the turmoil of uh, Airbnb Mm. host passing away. Die. But (laughs) have you figured out anything since then with the trip? Yeah, I think we're going to wait till next year, unfortunately. But Angelo and I are really loving the idea of like that being out of our way so that we can still get a van this year and work on it. So we're trying to go a little bit harder for the van. And it's just so expensive. Like the Airbnb we got was a good deal. We had it for four days and three nights and it was 500 bucks total for four people. So it was so cheap because we planned so early. So we're just going to look at next year. And when I looked for May of next year, it's really, really cheap. So yeah. just have to move it. But yeah. And that means it. that you can plan like a little trip for that quarter three. It's true. And maybe yeah. you don't even do a trip. I know that's your New Year's resolution, but maybe you buy the van in quarter three just instead I of traveling. So. <laughs> I would be totally OK with that. Yeah. <laughs> I really want a van more than anything. I'm like, that's what I want to do. Yes. OK, so. That's all of my update, but tell me about your like last two weeks and what has happened with you. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of random things, and but they're all pretty good, so that's exciting. The first one that I told you, I texted you, but I'm so excited about is that I hit my one year at my job and I got a raise, which I'm Yay. very excited about. I was so shocked. I 
had my my boss had called me like at the end of my work day and I had been waiting on her for like a project and so I was like oh shoot like it's probably that and she's like hey I know you got off like a couple minutes ago but can I please just call you really quick I just want to get this done really quick and I was like oh sure so I figured we were just going to finish the project and wrap it up and she just called me and I answered and she goes happy one year like I just want to tell you again and I was like thank you because she had been telling me all day she's like I just want to tell you again and let you know that you got a race Aww. and I was like what and she was like yeah it's performance based like not everybody gets a raise so I was just really excited to tell you and I wanted to tell you right now because I just want you to know and I was like oh my Aww. god thanks so much so I was really shook I had no idea how the process was going to work I thought I would have to do some negotiations mm-hmm. I thought it would have to be meetings but it was really simple and really exciting so that's a big one and I should have saved that for last because it really intros our episode today. Yes. Which I'm excited about. But, <laughs> but it's so exciting. You had to, you spill. know, how to start with that one. It's just too good. And then I am very excited because our pool did open. So that's a very exciting. Yeah. Mine opened did yesterday. <laughs> yes. What about at your new place? Do you guys have a pool? Yeah, we do. But I mean, Yay. I'm so excited to use that one. I use this yes. one quite often and I'm excited to read by it. I think I might go and like read by the pool <gasps> tomorrow. That's a good idea. Yes. We're having a bit of a pool party tomorrow. It's going to be our first time going. But Angela's family's coming over for Memorial Day. Aww. We're just going to do like a little pool party. So that'll be fun. And yeah, and then also I was going to recap our May date. And the only reason for this is I forget what I say on the last like episodes. I don't know if you do too, but I was editing a recent episode that's you guys have already heard if you're listening to this, but I was talking about our May date and I was like, I have a lot of ideas, don't know what we're going to do. So I thought I'd catch you guys up because I don't know, I forget what I tell you. So our May date recap, I did in fact do the idea that I mentioned where I wrote all my date ideas on note cards and then I had Angela pick one blindly. And we ended up going on a little date to this place called Tony's Coney's. <laughs> it's so random. And it's like a mom and pop shop. It's not like a chain or anything like that. It's literally there's two in Ohio and that's it. Huh. And they just have like Coney dogs, burgers, like fr- all the fried sides, like yeah. uh, fried macaroni bites, pizza bites, mozzarella sticks, onion rings, mm. fries, everything. <laughs> I got a shredded chicken sandwich and I was dying for it because I that's like one of my weird secret favorite foods is just a shredded chicken sandwich I love it so much so we went to Tony's Coney's and got like a delicious little dinner and then we went plant shopping and did our garden so if you follow me on Instagram you saw it and if you don't follow me on Instagram so you can see (laughs) next time but yes we planted a little garden our house has like built-in garden beds that you're allowed to do gardening in and we never had the interest really like it was just not a priority we were like "Eh, we're busy with other stuff but we decided to do that and it's actually so exciting every time I get out of my car I like look at the flowers and they're all blooming it's It's so so cute cute. so that was really really fun and very exciting and then my last update I think is the most exciting and I know everyone's been waiting with bated breath our patio is approved I was so excited (laughs) it took they approved it on the 30th day of like the 30 days they're allowed to do it I was they like, took their time <laughs> I should have known Angela literally called like after 20 days too just like he was just super nice and he was just like hey I just wanted to check in on this like do you need anything else from us what can we do to get the process moving whatever and she's like we're just waiting on the board <laughs> okay I was like okay <laughs> so finally got approved I'm super freaking excited now unfortunately we're still waiting on one last thing they have to eat like we have an app and on the app it's like you're approved and I'm like yes we can start 
but we have to wait for them to actually physically mail back the papers that say you're approved where they signed it because you can't get a city permit unless you submit those things and you have to have a city permit to do construction on your house. So this could be its own freaking episode of all the things, (laughs) but the good news is we got approved and we built our patio furniture two nights ago. I'll have to send you a picture, Um, but I want to surprise you, but they're so (laughs) freaking cute. I bought it on Amazon and my return date is in a few days. So I was like, I better build it and make sure it's all here Mm -hmm. before it's too late to return it. Yeah. So it's very exciting and I'm officially hosting our little um, June family pride month dinner and it's going to be on the patio. So I'm so so excited for you. Okay. Yeah. I had a tangent based off of something you had said in your ketchups. Okay. So did you know that shredded chicken sandwiches are only an Ohio thing? (gasps) Oh, No. Yes. So I was talking to somebody and like, shut if, up. Because ever, not everybody from here, listen, yeah. listening is from Ohio. So shredded chicken sandwiches I are like, you guys could see me. Are My jaw like, is dropped. These like pulled chicken sandwiches and it's like cream of chicken and like breadcrumbs and it's like a sloppy Sometimes like joe. a stuffing mix. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a sloppy joe with chicken. Or and I think pulled pork even. Really? Yeah. Like pulled pork, but with chicken. Yeah. But and no sauce. It's imagine that it's <laughs> creamy. so good, and it's like I don't I'm know. Shook. It's just like I don't know. It's just delectable. You should look mm-hmm. up a ch- shredded like a shredded chicken Have sandwich recipe <laughs> because I was at work one day, and this one girl that I work with, she's from Ohio yeah. as well. And she was like, oh, I think I'm going to bring like shredded chicken to like this potluck we were having at work. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a great idea. Everybody's going to love it. And she's like, well, not everybody knows what it is. And I was like, what do you mean? Not what? everybody knows what it is. She's like, yeah, it's, it's really only like an Ohio slash Midwest thing. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm shook. I feel like I ha- I am wrong, but I felt like I had a good pulse on the foods that are like random and weird and like regional. Yeah. But I did not know that was one of them. And I'm so shook. It's one of the best. I know. It's so I good. literally, my grad party and stuff was just like all shredded chicken. Like every family get together is like shredded chicken in a crock pot. I oh, know. so good. I know. Isn't and the local wild? places like make it pre-made in the, in the buckets if you've ever had that. Like we have a place called Roots near my pam- families and they make like the buckets and it's uh-huh. so good. It is so good. Wow. But I just thought I had to tell you that <laughs> you did i'm so glad because i'm so sorry if you're listening and you were like what the hell is she talking about yeah shredded chicken sandwich so good it's exactly what it sounds like but better yeah because it's like creamy <laughs> too with the cream of chicken like yeah. sauce in there and it's it's so good i have to i don't want to shade tony's conies because it is my favorite spot we've already been twice now since we went because it's like my favorite <laughs> but i did not love their shredded chicken mm-hmm. everyone does it like just slightly differently and theirs had seasoning like almost like a little bit of a Cajun seasoning mm-hmm. or something like that. It had a little bit of flair that I was just like, mm, I like my mom's classic chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still really good. And I was so excited to have one because I feel like not only is it apparently like an, a Midwest Ohio thing, you can't find them everywhere. Yeah. Like finding one at a restaurant, it doesn't happen. It's always like ice cream shops, I feel mm-hmm. like. So Tony's Coney's, that's the most like, that was the most exciting thing to see on the menu. Yeah, I know what you're talking about because like you'll go to like these like little... <laughs> Of course, nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. But like these little like dairy aisle restaurant, like ice cream places or like just these little like pop up shops that are only open during the summer. And they always have like silly little like, I don't know, sandwiches or stuff on the menu. And it's always shredded chicken there. But you go to like a sit down restaurant and like it's not there. You will not get a shredded chicken. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to find. It is not always like it's not a high scale meal. (laughs) No, no, not at all. Very casual. It's always like at an ice cream. Like in my town, it was always you can go to the ice cream shop and get like a shredded chicken and it's like for two dollars. Like they're so cheap and just so good. So everyone, if you are listening and you have 
shredded chicken sandwiches near you and you haven't had one you go get one (laughs) go get one today inspired by we running coffee yeah let them know we sent you they'll be like what (laughs) yeah i also thought of another update that i have so when i was in new york city and sorry mom i did not tell you this and you're gonna find out here first but (laughs) (laughs) i when i was in new york city i got a surprise tattoo i knew you were gonna say as soon as you said sorry mom i was like wait and look at it that's so cute oh my god it's a little cup of coffee and it's not for the podcast necessarily but it's because i went with a friend that i had met and like we became friends through working at starbucks Starbucks. together Uh. and so we were like we want to get a tattoo and we went and we found it in the flash book and we were like oh my goodness that is so perfect so that's so we got you guys got like the same one yeah and it's on the same place on our bodies too i was just gonna ask that yeah and it's so cute it's just a little coffee cup (laughs) oh so cute we should post a picture on the instagram story okay so that if you guys are listening i'll write that down too if you're listening (laughs) to this run to instagram because it'll be on our story as soon as this episode goes live i'm trying to really exciting yeah i'm trying to think if i have any more updates basically this weekend i'm just packing because i'm moving in 11 12 days so i i gotta make sure i got all of my stuff packed up so far i've only packed up like the entertainment stand and then i have like a big bin of clothes next to me that i packed last night it was basically all my winter clothes but of course because winter clothes are big not all of them fit which is so annoying that's the worst i know coats oh the worst and so I like I'm trying to figure out like what I should pack today but I I'm terrible like I never know the correct order to go in and I'm like well what if I need that and then I just procrastinate and then I pack the day before and then I'm so mad that I'm packing my entire apartment up the day before so I guess I'm just gonna like do a walkthrough of my apartment later today and be like okay well I guess I could pack that up (laughs) yeah my first thing to get packed when I move is always the thing that's the most sad to come down but it's wall decor yeah you don't need wall decor on your walls like take them down and I always start there and then I go from like the walls down (laughs) yeah oh it looks so depressing though as soon as you take that stuff off you're like wow yeah I'm moving out (laughs) yeah that's what somebody (laughs) told me to do but I really don't have that much wall decor I only have one two three four things in my room and uh one thing in my like living room because I like I said previously I think at least I didn't want to like feel too settled down here because I knew Kyle was gonna move in a year later so I didn't really like buy a bunch of decor and I didn't really put anything up because I had gotten some for like Christmas like I got picture frames and I got like a thing to put my diploma in and I just like I never felt the need to put it up because I was like oh I'm gonna move I don't want to take it down now (laughs) yeah no it makes sense I see that I uh, cannot believe that we're 18 minutes into this episode and we're just like going because guys, we haven't talked to each other. Like, I know. It's so crazy. I'm trying. Even when we sometimes do like a double header and then an off week, I still feel like we don't have this much to say. Like I we know. have so many things. We have so much because we've been so I'm busy sure. guys recently. Like it's, we have another update in my life is that overtime came back at work. So I worked 14 hours of overtime this week, including Dang. eight hours on a Saturday. <laughs> so I yeah, worked that's crazy. like 10 hour shift on Wednesday Thursday and Friday and then I worked eight hours yesterday and I'm just ready for the money because this next paycheck I I get is on the day that I move and get my keys to my apartment and it's going to be exactly my half of the moving costs and I'm like that's perfect oh gosh yeah that's going to be a breath of relief in the morning when you're like phew hit the account yes I know (laughs) oh my gosh that's wild yeah I um I'm ready for you to get those paychecks coming in (laughs) I know the worst like the paycheck delay I know like when I used to work hourly that was really rough because it's like uh, there's a delay and it's like wait I thought I was getting my money this time but I don't get it till next time I'm like f yeah Yeah, that is a struggle 
It's so annoying. But now that we're talking about money, do you want to get into all of your things? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so ready. Welcome to the episode, guys. I'm really, 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 really excited for this episode. Marissa knows. And my everyone in my family knows, like, this is something I've been wanting to talk about for actual years, but I never had the right place to do it. I felt like YouTube wasn't the right place to do it. And I also never wanted it to feel like, just how much money I make. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> like, annoying. <laughs> so I've been waiting for the right time, and I think it's now. And it's just going to be, like, a financial financial transparency episode for you guys. We're going to talk about money in my case and how much I make and spend as an individual. So it's not like tips really for other people. You can definitely take tips from this. But um, yeah, so we're going to just talk about money because A, like I said, transparency. I think it's um, nice for other people to be able to benchmark themselves if you want to. Um, to learn something helpful. I hope you guys learned something helpful from this <laughs> and open the conversation because I just feel like no one's talking about this. And I know a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about money, which is, I think, totally okay in their preference. I'm very comfortable mm-hmm. and I wish other people that felt comfortable but didn't know how to get there could get there and talk about things too. Because I think, like I said, I do think it's helpful. And when I was first starting out and getting a job, I was like, am I getting ripped off or is my salary good? Like I have no idea, nothing to go off. You can Google it, but Google gives you like a range of 30 grand. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, oh, great. So I'm on the low end. Am I like getting ripped off? No, you're not. So yeah, I just thought we could all talk about that. And before I start, I want to say, first of all, like I mentioned, I am not a financial pro. I'm not a financial (laughs) advisor. I have a financial advisor who helps me. So that is the first thing. And um, yeah, this is just my experience. I'm also fortunate enough to be at a point now in my life where I don't live paycheck to paycheck. So keep that in mind as you guys are listening. And if you live paycheck to paycheck, understand it might be a different situation for you. And I totally hear that. And then I wrote, let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll give like a little bit of like background of why Erica is the only one talking about this. So I forgot to say Erica hour. Yes. By the way. So (laughs) I I also am like really passionate about finances and stuff, but right now I am at a point in my life where I don't have disposable income. Like Erica yeah. said, she's fortunate enough to not live paycheck to paycheck, and unfortunately, I am not at the moment. I am very much living paycheck to paycheck just because I am an hourly worker, and I I haven't really been in a place where I can get settled down with money yet, and that's totally okay. It happens. I'm just starting out in my career, and I've moved immediately as soon as I got my career, so I I just, like, I've never really been in the last year at a place where I felt like I've had all the disposable income that comes with having a career just because of the area I live in and just because of moving and just because of being hourly, but once maybe once Kyle moves in and I have a dual income household and everything, I'll be able yeah. to lay down my finances and be able to come up with like a better financial structure. And maybe you'll hear from me one day. <laughs> Hopefully. I would love that. Yeah. I um I appreciate what you say too about a dual income household because obviously okay, so I'm a dink, if you've heard of that or yeah. not. <laughs> it means dual income, no kids. There's also dink wad dual income, no kids with a dog. Um, And that's a term that we use in marketing actually a lot, but I am a dink. So me and Angela live together. We have two incomes, no kids, no dogs. And that helps in a myriad of ways. And the way that Angela and I do it is we split everything equal. Like we don't divide anything out or we don't have, you take one bill, I'll take one bill. We just do it split half and half. And that's actually something that I'm not touching on really in this episode, but I would love to talk about sometime is just like different ways that people can split income because or split 
costs when they live together like partners because I think it's really interesting and sometimes one person makes significantly more so they like to do a percentage or whatever and I think all of those ways are really cool and I love talking about that but yeah Yeah. so I'm glad we had the little intro of (laughs) each of us and like Marissa said so she's on hourly I'm on salary so we have two perspectives coming at you today and Marissa will jump in here and there with her thoughts on certain things too so everyone can get some perspective I'm so excited (laughs) I'm just I'm so excited so um, we're going to start with my salary and I'm just going to tell you guys my salary and then I'm going to break it down every single bit of it how we do Um, Marissa can see that I have my notes on my (laughs) iPad it's an iPad episode you guys so you know what that means so this is my salary before I got a raise the other day I prepped before and also my raise hasn't hit my account so I wouldn't know how I'll spend that yet but probably won't change much so my salary is $57,000 I've been doing a bit of research I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to tell you guys that (laughs) okay (laughs) hopefully hopefully I am I'm like googling is it illegal to say your salary I'm pretty sure that we're all good I'm like I don't think it's illegal but yeah and I also read my works policies whatever so $57,000 is my salary If you don't know, when you work a salary job, you normally, or at least in my experience, um, you get a set rate when you get hired, and then they divide that up by the months or weeks. So maybe you get paid monthly. At my last salary job, I got paid monthly. And at this job, I get paid two times a month. So that's sometimes the breakdown. So we're going to dive right in to breaking down my actual paycheck. Like I said, I make $57,000 a year. If you just divide that by 12, that's $4,750 a month. However, when you have a salary job or a paycheck, you have you know taxes and all of that stuff that comes out if you're not a freelancer. So here's the breakdown of that. I'm just so excited. $4,750, that's how much I get in a month. $1,046-ish usually goes to taxes. Um, $50 goes to my dental, medical, and vision, which is actually really, really cheap. That's that probably one of so the cheaper insurances. Cheap. <laughs> yeah. I picked, I will say like we get options of course at my job of like what health insurance you want. And I picked like the least coverage option. Cause I'm personally knock on wood. Hope you guys can hear that. Very healthy. And I don't go to the doctor a lot. Um, so my co-pays are higher, but my monthly is like super low. So $50 for that. And then about $238 goes into my 401k connected through my work because they have a retirement program that you can use with them. So after all of those fees come out, taxes, benefits, 401k, I take home about $3,416 a month. I'm not going to divide that by two for you guys. I'm just going to go monthly because it's just easier to work with. So phew, taking a breath because it's a lot of numbers. (laughs) And if anyone's at home like doing math or listening, you're like, what is she saying? So $3,400 is how much I actually get put in my account um, after all of those fees. Those things, I never even see them come out. They come out before I get it. So then I want to talk about some of my financial work benefits because my my job, something that I love about my job is the benefits. It's my most favorite part. People that ask me if I like my job or what I like about my job, I always talk about the benefits, which sounds really silly, but benefits and culture are like so important to me. So one of the things through my job that I get is a class pass subscription, which has been really cool. And Marissa and I have talked about this too. And basically that is a workout app and I get a free amount of points allotted to me every month and I can go do workouts, which have to admit, I'm pretty sad at myself. I've been falling off the wagon and they just expire at this point. Mm -hmm. Like for the past three months, it's been really bad. But my dance studio classes, tangent, just a disclaimer, this is a tangent. (laughs) Um, My dance studio classes are changing for summer schedule. And I think I might get to go back to my favorite teacher that I've been saying I missed. So I'm really excited. Shout out, Pam, if you ever (laughs) listen to this. I'm so excited to see you. So I think I'm going to be using my class packs to go back. I'm so excited. 
So that's exciting. But some other work benefits that help financially are I get therapy once a month for free, just a 30 minute session once a month and unlimited chatting. It's just an online therapy. I get access to this really, this is a new one that I have not used and I don't necessarily need it, but they have this new program that they just rolled out. It's really cool. And it is like a online doctor situation like you can go to appointments online and it's for infertility um, trying to get pregnant family tracking like all of that kind of stuff I think they also offer gynecological services but I'm I mean you can only do so much virtually so (laughs) I don't think I don't know if I'm going to be using it as much but that's something that we get access to for free and then we also get $100 a month the equivalent of $100 per month in points um, on an app where we get to spend it on fun things. It's called entertainment. So you can get like a DoorDash gift card, Airbnb, which I'm actually trying to save up right now and get Airbnb gift card. Yeah. That's <laughs> way more valuable than DoorDash, but I'm just such a lazy person. And sometimes I just want a DoorDash. I'm like, I'm going to spend my points I'm trying to save my points right now. So that kind of wraps up my work financial benefits. So keep in mind that those are things that I don't, sp- I don't spend my own money on therapy. I don't spend a lot of my own money on, um, physical exercise. Like I do a little bit and yeah. So that's that. That's so funny. Okay, so you There's were so talking, much going on. You were talking about your like your dental, medical, whatever yes. insurance. So I looked up mine. And yes, tell us. So for my medical insurance, it's like a hundred and eight dollars a month. Uh, not a mm-hmm. month, a paycheck. A paycheck. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. And so about $108 a paycheck and then my dental is $11, $12 a paycheck and then my vision's only like $3 a paycheck. A couple, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is your paychecks bi-weekly? Yes. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That's oh, a God. lot of money in and medical was insurance. That, that is. And was that a choice? Like, did you choose that plan or they only have one plan? I did choose the plan. I wanted the lowest deductible because I am a little sick girly. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, exactly. I wanted the lowest deductible so I could hit it and then get my co-insurance, which I think is 80%. So mm-hmm. I think my deductible is about seventeen fifty. So I'm able to hit that usually by like June. I didn't this year because I haven't been to the doctor. But usually I can hit that by June and then the rest of the year, all of my stuff is paid for. Well, mostly I only have to pay 20%, which is very helpful. Yeah. I'm actually pretty excited for when you and Kyle get married and we can talk about marriage finances because maybe then once you get married, you can just go on his. Yeah. When you get married, it's like so nice to like you can just share insurance and not have to pay for both, which would be a blessing and, that's a lot and he's going to be in the healthcare field and we were looking and his insurance is obviously going to be probably way better than mine we were looking at it and we'll have to sit down and like compare yeah. the two of course but I was like I can't join his health insurance until 30 days after we get married so at that point it's okay. not really even worth it to join until the first of the year next year yeah. so we'll Might figure well it out, out. <laughs> yeah but okay that makes sense though yeah and I was also looking because I also have my 401k at work and yeah. I don't know if you know like what your company matches but my company yeah. matches half up to three percent so I put in three percent of my paycheck every time yeah, I get paid awesome. because then they'll also match one and a half percent of what I put in and mm-hmm. at my old job when I worked at Starbucks they had really great 401k benefits and they would match a hundred percent up to five five percent which was great I think that might be what mine is actually so that's what I did when I worked at Starbucks so I still have that 401k from when I worked at Starbucks and I think that that one 
I think it's sitting around like $5,000 from there. And I need to transfer that to my new 401k because with only putting 3% in and only getting 1.5% matched, I only put around $50 to $60 in every paycheck, which is definitely accruing way less than when I was at Starbucks. (laughs) Right. But that makes sense. Yeah. I, um, I don't actually know. And I was trying to look, but I can't get there fast enough. But I'm pretty sure... I'm I'm fairly certain that it's more similar to your Starbucks situation where you said 100% of matching up to 5%. I think that might be right, but I know that whatever it is, I put the most amount possible that yeah. they'll match, and I don't do more than that. Yeah, that's why I also did only 3%. I know it seems exactly. like really, really low, but I didn't want to put in more that wasn't getting matched, you matched. know? Matched, yeah. That's exactly what I did, too, and I have another 401k, which or I have a Roth IRA, which we'll get to, so that's another thing. So, yeah, I just did matching percent. I also, at my last job had to cash out mine because I moved I didn't move (laughs) I'm like I moved states no I didn't but I used to work for the state I no longer work for the state I actually work in a different state and it was just not applicable anymore like I was like I'm never gonna be a work for the government or like work for the state of Ohio again probably so I just took it out yeah and that was a very interesting experience I will say yeah Kyle's (laughs) gonna be doing the same thing and I don't know who your 401k was through but he's been putting it's the same as his okay he's been putting into his 401k at work and since he's moving here and he'll also maybe probably not ever work in Ohio again he's like I'm just gonna cash out and it sucks to cash out your 401k because the penalty is terrible Mm-hmm. But he he can't cash out until 60 days after he's left the job. Yes. So yeah. in like July, August, he'll be able to get that paycheck, which is, well, not paycheck, that cash out. But <laughs> yeah. that'll be really It helpful. is nice to receive, though. It feels like a paycheck. Yeah. I will say. <laughs> and I really liked about Starbucks is one thing that they really said with like the benefit of the 401k is that it's transferable anywhere and they wanted to make sure that you knew that that's nice so I haven't done the research to figure out how to transfer the money yet but I know that I have that money sitting in an account and it's not going to do any bad just sitting in the account so whenever I do figure out how to transfer it to my new 401k I'll be able to see that big jump in my retirement fund oh yeah that's so nice I know I Kyle and I were actually talking about that because he was he brought it up just randomly and I was like Mm, you work at the same place I worked at last year and we have must have the same one and I asked him he's like yes and so we had a whole conversation about that and I warned him and I want to do more research on this because I don't know why this happened or if I'm correct but I'm fairly certain that I paid taxes on it twice I pulled it out and I you know, got the tax penalties, whatever they, they took their taxes out of it. And then when tax season came, I had to pay $500 in taxes. Like I didn't get a return. And I was like, this sucks. I missed my returns. So I warned him about that. I was like, just be prepared next year because they might take taxes for it. So that's annoying, but it was kind of like a paycheck hitting your account. Like it was a couple grand that I got back and I was like, yes, it's so (laughs) nice. nice. Kyle and I had like almost the same amount in there too, which I thought was crazy. I was like, what are the odds? Yeah, that's really funny. And while we're on this section, I also was looking at my like withholdings for tax. And this is something very different from when I lived in Ohio versus here. Virginia does not have a state income tax. So on my like little app that I'm looking at right now, it literally says federal income tax, social security, Medicare, like always, and then Virginia income tax. And next to Virginia income tax is always zero. And 
That's because they don't tax state income, which is yeah. nice because you don't have to see that money come out of your paycheck. So on my paychecks, it says that my gross earnings are around $1,700 every paycheck, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I only pay about $230 in taxes every time. And I know that you said that yours is about 1000 which is crazy, and yeah. mine is only about 200 So I get... Yep. I get approximately like 80% of my paycheck. 20% is all of my deductions with tax and 401k and like health insurance and everything. And you said that's your taxes per paycheck. So maybe you're about 400 a month. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And yeah, I'm definitely a thousand a month. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mine's a lot, but it it, it makes sense because obviously percentage and yeah, the no, the no state income tax, that's actually very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know where talking, I don't know where the tax comes out, but I just know that there's no state income tax. (laughs) I know it's somewhere else, but but I'm paying for it. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know when Natalie and Caden moved, that's something I found really interesting just in general. Like, I don't know. You live in your own state for so long and get so used to the way it is and you're like oh shit yeah I get it's different it's so different <laughs> so that's really funny um yeah thousand dollars to taxes rip me but yeah sorry to you right. <laughs> we manage don't don't be <laughs> I'm doing all right <laughs> so um next I want to talk about my little budget breakdown um so I told you guys my income and as a reminder 3400 take-home pay not saying it to be obnoxious I'm just I'm saying a lot reiterating um reiterating yeah just for redundancy so my budget breakdown. I have a very detailed spreadsheet that I'm very proud of. I designed it myself. I just made it up and then I've been using it for the past three years. So I could actually just look at it and tell people like, oh, this is how much I made in 2022 total. Like how much my account was over, like not over, but positive or negative. Um, so on that spreadsheet, I have it Every single transaction that goes through my account, every transaction. If I spend $3 on a coffee, it's there. If I spend $20 on a little bit of gas, it's there. Like every transaction. Uh, Once a week, I just log into my bank account and I copy them all over and I categorize it. So on my budget breakdown, I have a few sections. First is income. So like I said, I have my salary, but also I do like a couple random things that provide income sporadically. And I did not include them in this because like I said, it's sporadic. So I sell my clothes on Poshmark. Sometimes I get sales. Sometimes I get money in my account from that or whatever. Like there's just random little things that are very variable. So I didn't include them, but that's a thing. And then aside from my income, there's three overarching buckets. And I actually learned this from like a financial, um, I got a free financial planner. This is a very random tangent. I got a free financial planner notebook thing, like an actual planner for like a brand deal. And I posted it on my Instagram and they gave it to me for free. And it came with a course. And from that, I learned these three expenses, but, um, buckets. So they were saying like, you should have three types of expenses. I mean, everyone does that something fits into here. So it's survival, optional and fixed. I'll give you guys that first. Cause that's more context. So you have survival costs. That's the stuff that's not optional. Like you have to pay for it. For me, my survival costs include groceries and home supplies, stuff for my house, gas and transportation. I include personal care in here and then medical stuff. And that is what I would consider my survival expenses. And then um, my optional expenses. So obviously this is things that are optional. For me, this is shopping Mm -hmm. or experiences, (laughs) vacation and travel, dance and fitness, gifts, 
and then dining out slash coffee slash bar whatever that kind mm-hmm. of thing and so the difference between the two categories is like optional it doesn't just mean optional it means if I were in a bad situation something from the optional list would get cut so like if I were running out of money like I'm gonna have to cut dance even though that's important to me and like to me that's not optional it is something that could get cut in a situation and then your fixed cost um, is just bills so like I said survivals like groceries gas like that kind of vital stuff fixed cost is bills the things that don't change every month your rent same price every month so um, in this financial planning book I learned that 40% of what you make should be dedicated to fixed so all your bills 20% goes to optional and 10% should go to survival that does not mean that I do that <laughs> for the record. So I am definitely off at times. Um, I'm never I'm never perfectly in all three, but I keep my eye on it. And in my spreadsheet, it will like calculate those percentages by itself. I never have to do it by hand, which love a spreadsheet formula, yeah. I have to say. <laughs> but it'll calculate itself and then I have it formatted to it go turn red if it's over the percent or stay green if it's under the percent. So I always have like my finger on that, which is really nice. And that's my budget breakdown. So now that we have the foundation of it, I'll give you guys the numbers because that's what this freaking episode is about. It's the T. Yeah. It's the juicy numbers. <laughs> so, yes. Phew. Taking a breath. For the bills. That's where I want to start. We're going to talk about how much I pay in bills for literally everything, you guys. Um, I'm excited this to is hear the, part, the difference. Yeah. This is the part that I thought, like, I would have loved if me and my friends talked about our bills. Like, I know that sounds stupid, but I would have loved, like, a few years ago if, like, me and my friends were sitting around and we just said how much our bills were because you can compare and it's super helpful. So, um, I'm going to go into this. And before I start, like I said, I split everything equally with Angelo. So, these are my half of the bills. This only includes me. So, for my mortgage, $650. That By the way, these are also so round crazy. numbers. I know. I know. It probably kills you. These are all round numbers. I rounded them for not only like security and safety, but like just it's easier to think of round numbers. Mortgage, 650. That's my half. So I'm paying 650 and Angela's paying 650. So around 1300 for our mortgage. And that is including our warranty on our house, our like, uh, what's the word? Our actual mortgage payment, our interest. Our interest is what I was trying to think of. Um, and it includes like all that kind of stuff is wrapped in there. So 650 and that is because I live in Ohio people. So like I know most people listening to this are probably dying. Like what the hell? I'm literally yeah. over here rolling my eyes because I, uh, <laughs> I, like I said, I'm moving in like a week and a half. So I just did like what I didn't include any utilities because some of the utilities are going to yeah. be on my like monthly rent like invoice or whatever. But just the rent, it's going to be 985 a person. Uh, a person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That kills me. And that makes me that does kill me and also keep in mind as you're listening to this Marissa is saying that is rent so they're renting and we're we're bought like we bought yes so this is a very mortgage different payment versus a rental payment so different but also crazy I mean, the same idea <laughs> like yeah. we both have to pay it every month which sucks so yeah oh my gosh ah, so I'm just freaking out about this I'm so excited so yes mortgage 650 for me HOA so this is the Homeowners Association. If you don't own a home and you just rent, you might not pay this. Um, but this is something that we pay to our association for things like having our pool maintained, having our lawn mowed. And this is the thing about living in like a community that has those perks um, is that you pay a little bit more, but you have to do less work. So personally, I'm happy to pay very, it to not have to mow my lawn. <laughs> they mow it like every week. I'm like, geez. So it's kind of nice. So my HOA, I'm paying a hundred bucks a month. That also includes our water bill. 
So we don't pay water, sewage, nothing like that. Yeah, that makes sense. So with the apartment that I'm moving into and the one that I live in currently, we had an amenity fee. So it was a one-time fee for everything that you're talking about that includes like like daily maintenance to the grounds and it includes yeah. like having the pool open, having the gym open for your use and like yeah, having the, the clubhouse and everything. And I believe that the one for this apartment that I live in currently was either 400 or $500 for the initial payment, but it's not something you have to pay every month. And then I think it's about the same at my new apartment. I think it's probably like 400. This one might've been 500 and that one might be 400. But I think that's very odd to me that you have to pay it to like, $200 every month for it because it's pretty high yeah well it's like, a pretty high price it makes sense because like you are owning and you will be like potentially staying there for longer and like I don't know like they do a lot more like lawns like landscaping than they do for like the apartment complex and stuff right but it's just crazy to me that it's so different it is I will say that I am aware that this HOA or like I've been known when I've told it to other people that this is a high HOA like this is a very expensive HOA I've not met anyone else who's is higher than ours like ours is very very expensive um so yeah that is something to keep in mind it is pretty expensive compared to others some people's HOA is like $50 for the year that's like the crazy. whole year done just because they don't get a lot like maybe they get trash oh our trash is in there by the way trash yeah. and water yeah I was trying but to think yeah. of like all of the expenses that are going to be like added onto my rent invoice so yeah at my new place it's water and sewer is like added into our rent invoice every month and then we also have valet trash which is $30 yes, a month I've heard of that and we have to have it so unfortunately it's not a cost that we sucks, can get yeah. rid of but we do have to pay the extra $30 a month for that yeah okay that's really interesting so yeah maybe if you add it all up it's not that far off from you know yeah I don't know But yeah, so those are our mortgage and HOA coverage. So now I'm going to touch through the bills kind of quickly. And these, like I said, are all rounded because obviously gas and electric vary depending on the time of the year. I just for this episode, I looked at last year and this year and I just made like a little average basically. Mm -hmm. So gas is about $30 a month for me. Electric is about $30 a month for me. So not much. $30 a month. Mm-hmm. okay yeah <laughs> it's really not too bad I got some honestly. words to say after you finish your utilities <laughs> oh my gosh so those are our two like main you know utilities internet $25 a month oh my gosh <laughs> okay Chris is gonna die and then we go into like Invisalign and my other expenses so I'll pause there if you want to talk about your utilities yeah okay so my gas <laughs> is about $40 a month which isn't too okay. much different and that's a pretty on par for me too yeah. yeah and my heat was broken over the winter and I right that wasn't really a big deal because it didn't really get too cold here so mine was like $40 a month so that's just to run my like my stove is gas which is very nice Same. to have in an apartment mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah that probably just costs that's probably just the cost to keep like the gas stove and like the oven going I would guess and then um my electric bill was $80 last month and I'm the only one that lives here (laughs) so that's annoying (laughs) and I'm pretty sure my electric bill I would say the average is probably like 70 because it normally goes from like I would say the lowest I've seen is like 35 and that's like Mm -hmm. no lights on no heating and air nothing on and then I'd say probably the highest I'd seen is like maybe like 100 maybe 110 or something like that and gotcha. then my my internet currently is forty nine ninety nine a month, and that's per, per person or total total. But you had to pay for it all. Yes, total. Okay, that makes sense. 
And then we're actually upgrading our Wi-Fi because I got a really good deal for like a move-in bonus. And it's only nice. going to be $59.99 when Kyle and I yeah. move in together. But we're going to get whatever this means. Panoramic Wi-Fi. I don't really know what that means. I've actually not heard of that. It's Right now I have like 100 megabits per second on my Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And the new plan is going to be 500 megabits per second. And it should be kind of like surround sound Wi-Fi, I'm guessing. So like it gets every inch of your apartment. House. Yeah. That's going to be so nice for the podcast. I know. We're going to kick up our Zoom speed. I know. And what? I I feel like my my Wi-Fi isn't bad right now, but like if I have more than one device on it, it just like decides to be slow and that's really annoying. And Kyle's going to be moving in. He has an Xbox. So if I want to do this while he plays Xbox, it's not going to happen. I actually turned my phone Wi-Fi off while we were recording because earlier in this episode, I was like, oh, shoot, we were lagging. And I was like, oh, no, I'm like turning off all all my devices. Yeah. So I feel that. But yeah, our um, internet bill is the same as yours, but I split it in half. So that makes okay. sense. Because um, ours is, I think ours is forty nine ninety nine. Okay. Also. I forgot that you were doing halves and I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. But no, you but did say sense. 30 for gas. So is it 60 That's, a month? Yep. Okay, and then electric was what? Also 30. Okay, so that makes sense. I really don't know why my electric was $80 last month. That's really confusing to me, but whatever. I wasn't even here for a week. Maybe it was working overtime from being broken or something. I I don't know. That's wild. We also don't use our, like, we don't use any ac or heat in the summer like at all only at night like we'll flip it on to go to bed wake up turn it off so mm-hmm. i don't know if that helps or not but i assume i mean yeah i guess that does help yeah <laughs> i guess that makes sense the annoying like, part is that me and kyle really like it to be cold like especially yeah. when we sleep and i just like i know that it's gonna go up when we move in yeah. together because he loves to make it cold but it'll That's be funny. fine <laughs> yeah it's just part it's like one of those things mm-hmm. i feel like everybody has one of those things they're like oh, i'm just gonna spend my money on this yes. because that's something i need <laughs> yeah that's fair okay so my invisalign payment this is where it gets expensive my invisalign payment is 250 dollars a month and that's because i got it kind of as a loan it's not really a loan they pay for it and you pay them back mm-hmm. so i guess it kind of is but I don't think it goes on like my credit score or anything. Yeah. I will say. Maybe I should find that out <laughs> to be sure, but I don't know. Um, Roth IRA. This is my second retirement. So this is something I have that my financial planner or my financial advisor, I think is what he's called, set up for me when I first met with him. And he was like, I think you should have a retirement that's not through a, a job. Like I think you should have something separate that you're always paying into and it's always there and you just have it forever and it's very stable and it's not connected or based on where you work or how much you work, whatever. So if you lose your job or whatever, you still have this. And I was like, okay, sounds good to me. I max out my Roth IRA every year and that is $500 a month, which that is my biggest, like that's where I'm spending the most money. I will say student loans are not included in this breakdown because I haven't paid student loans in a while yeah. because we're waiting to see if they get forgiven they just keep pushing that date back and back and back. So I don't know. But when I was paying my student loans, I was also paying $500 a month to student loans. So that's a thousand bucks in student loans and, and retirement right there. So I will say that, yes, I make a lot of money, but I'm spending it in a way that I feel really confident in, which is just on those like really things that are really important to me, which is being able to retire, and not have to work for the whole rest of my life. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. And then I wrote Poshmark varies, which I talked about. My last three bills are my phone. So I pay $65 a month for my phone. That's not split. That's like my whole bill. I pay it to my parents. Shout out parents. <laughs> Shout out still being on your parents phone plan for like your life. Yeah. me too. And then um, <laughs> Adobe. So I have like Adobe Premiere and Photoshop and all the programs. I have the unlimited version that I had as a student. That's 30 bucks a month for half. It's so expensive. Me and my friend Taylor actually split that. Mm -hmm. So shout out Taylor girl. (laughs) Me and her split that. So it's total 60. I pay 30. And lastly, no, that can't be right. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what I wrote here. I wrote that my car insurance is $40 biannually. 
I don't know if that's right. I swear if that's correct, I'm going to scream. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea, but I also know that I've been on my parents' car insurance. I'm still on theirs, like their plan or whatever, and I have to get my own soon, I'm pretty sure. But they... um, my mom on accident she just doesn't even know I don't think that she did this but she put me on like liability only or something like the lowest amount of coverage you can get which I need to get off of so it could be correct but it's not I would not recommend um because I'm pretty sure it covers like nothing but I wrote $40 by annually take that with a grain of salt you guys I actually don't know if that's correct well do you want to hear what my car insurance is a month yeah Okay, tell us. Hold on. I got to I got to get the facts straight. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. So, so, I will say that that rounds out my bills and so my total bills are $1,700 a month. Okay. So, I'll shout that out. 1,720. Okay. So, yeah. so, let's just see. So, I pay So, through my dad was a veteran, so we do USAA for like my renter's insurance, my personal property insurance, and my auto insurance. And I had to get my own auto insurance when I moved here because my parents live in Ohio and I live in Virginia, so I had to be on a separate plan. So, I am looking now, and my car insurance a month, granted, I have never been in an accident. And I had one speeding ticket when I was 16, and that is off my record now because I was a minor. And all because I moved to a new state, I pay $143 a month in car insurance. I'm dead. $143. I can't. I actually cannot. I feel like I need to call them because there's no way that that's correct. I feel like I'm getting scammed. That's that's so much in a year. I just can't it's, fathom. Yeah, it's seven hundred and fifty six dollars every six months, and that's like so. When I first Dang. moved here, my dad paid the six month premium just like to help me get on my feet. But then in December, yeah, I, I started paying it on my own, and it's one hundred and forty three dollars a month for my car insurance. Yeah, which that sucks. I have no idea why. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a good driver. Like so I said, my my record is clear. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't I don't know for sure how much mine is, but I think I did this correctly and I would guess it's 80 bucks a year. I don't that know. That is seems pretty wild crazy. because I pay I'll over have to double check. <laughs> I pay like $1400 a year in car insurance. Right. <laughs> I'll double check and let everybody know. But yeah, so my bills are $1720 total. That's my fixed cost that I mentioned in my buckets. So now we're going to talk about survival and optional really quick. Survival costs. This is how much I usually spend in a month. Usually I spend about $200 on groceries for just me. That's half of our groceries. We usually spend $400 a month. We do a lot of cooking at home. We mm-hmm. are like fully eat at home people. So that's why it's a little bit maybe higher than some other people's and our eating out budget is a little lower. So 200 bucks a month on groceries, about $100 a month on home stuff. To me, this includes like if we need to buy hand soap for the bathroom or if we need to buy a new shower curtain, like that kind of stuff is what I would call home stuff, just things you have to maintain. Um, So 100 bucks on home stuff, 100 bucks a month on gas, and then 100 bucks a month on personal. These are all not split in half, like besides the groceries. Um, The gas is just my gas. The personal is just my personal. So like if Angela and I want something separately, like we use our own money, Mm -hmm. the only things we split are things we share. Yes. Makes sense. And then medical is usually zero also knocking on wood again (laughs) yeah you better Um, yeah so that brings my survival costs to about five hundred dollars in total Mm -hmm. and then here's my optional so shopping this is where my problem kicks in oh no the problem is that I can afford my shopping problem that's where it hurts yeah oh I can actually do this so on shopping and experiences I usually spend 375 a month 
which I think is kind of a lot. Um, but if you, you know have what? the I means wish... and it's something that makes you happy, it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> I wish I could have, I wish I would have wrote down some of the things that I would consider shopping or experiences because there's like, it could be anything. It could be anything from buying like a new book to buying a pair of Lululemon leggings. So like it's a wide range, but three seventy five on shopping, usually zero on travel. And that's because I have a separate account for travel, which we can talk about. Um, but usually from my personal account. So if I were on a trip and I were to buy a souvenir just for me, I would put that in a travel category. For example, usually that's zero dance. I spend about $70 a month on dance gifts. I spend about $40 a month buying people gifts for like birthdays or holidays or whatever. Christmas time's obviously a lot higher, unfortunate. Yes. <laughs> um, if you listen to the last episode, you know how I feel about Christmas. Ugh. And dining out slash coffee slash going to the bar, getting a drink, anything like that, like a, usually a hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So that brings our optional costs to five eighty five. And now I want to give you guys the breakdown of my income minus all my costs and what I have left over. But before that, I want to dive into having a travel account. I didn't actually write this down, but I'll just talk about it very briefly. It's something that I highly recommend if you're in a relationship or if you have whatever, like if you have a very, if you're married or in a very committed relationship. And the only reason I'm saying it specifically to that is because Angela and I opened an account with both our names on it. So this is like legit will affect your credit. Like it's very serious. You could also do this in a less formal way and just put your money into a savings and have your friend put their money into a savings, the same amount every month and go on a trip together. But Angela and I decided to open our own account. So it has both our names. We each have our own debit cards for it. Like we each have one and every month we put a hundred dollars each into the travel account. So that is something that I didn't include in my expenses because I'm not losing the money. Like I'm keeping it. It's just in my travel account, just a, a movement of money, if you will. And, um, when you add a hundred dollars a month, that's 200 total between the two of us. It adds up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It is just something that we kind of like set it and forget it. It's an automatic transfer when our paycheck hits. So we like never really see it to begin with. It just goes away by itself and those things add up. And then when we're ready to go on a trip, we just look at how much is in there and say like, yes or no, can we do this? And then when we're traveling, so for instance, when we went to visit Marissa, anytime we stopped to get gas or got lunch at Chick-fil-A or whatever we did, we would just use the travel card in it. In a bad way, it feels like you're not spending the money because you don't see it come out of your checking, but you're spending obviously your travel money. Yeah. It's fun. I really like doing that. Yeah, that's exciting. So <laughs> this is the breakdown, final breakdown, the home stretch, guys. Sorry, this is a long episode, but that's okay. I'm loving it. So my income, like I mentioned, $3,416-ish. So that's what we're starting with. And then here are my three bucket costs that I just mentioned. $1,720 to bills, my fixed costs, $500 to my survival costs, and $585 to my optional costs. If you subtract all of that out from my original paycheck, I'm left with about $611. That's after all my spending that I just talked about, my groceries, my fun stuff, my travel, my dance, everything. After everything's out, $611 is how much I'm positive per month. That doesn't mean that it just sits in my checking. This is where those movements that I was talking about comes in. So I move a lot of it around. So 611 is how much I'm usually positive in a month. So I'm making about $600 a month throughout the year times that by 12, you get like how much I make a year after spending. However, after that $611 is just like chilling in the account, I send $50 
to a separate account for disposable savings. I just call it disposable savings. And this is like, for instance, we just um, decided to do the patio and I wanted to buy patio furniture. It was $200. I check my disposable savings and I see there's a few thousand in there. I'm like, okay, I can afford to do that. It's not something I want to do for my regular account because it's pricier, Mm -hmm. but that's where I do my fun stuff. So if I want to do something fun and I know I've been saving for a long time, I look there. So $50 a month to disposable. $100 a month to travel that I mentioned. And then every month I spend $350 air quote to spend $350 goes to my fake car payment. So this is also like a little life hack I've been doing. So shout out to this. If you have been thinking about buying a car or buying any big purchase and you're like me and you're scared, (laughs) I know some people are like, Oh, just go to the car dealership, get my loan, buy it. And I'm all good. I'm scared of that. And I am like, I need to do something mentally to like ease my mind. So for the past, I wish I knew how long I've been doing this. Should have done better research on myself, but that's okay. (laughs) For for a while, I've been saving $3,000 a month. And I calculated this because I've been looking at Jeep Wranglers for the past freaking five years or something. (laughs) I don't even know, like so long. I'm always looking at them, but I really want, here's my dream car. Shout out. I'm ready. I will have, I'm manifesting this. I will have a white four-door Jeep Wrangler Sahara with a soft black top to drive around and be so freaking cool and fun. Yeah. That's what I will have. <laughs> and anyways, I've been sending 350 It goes to a separate account just called like car savings account um, every month. And the way I calculated that is because I've been looking at those cars and the loans are usually around like 200 bucks a month for some of the ones I'm looking at used, by the way. They're so expensive mm-hmm. new. And then I also tried to account for what my insurance would go up to if I got a new car. I asked my insurance girl, you can just text my insurance girl, which is so nice. Um, We have like a local place in my hometown that my parents are on. It's like a really small town. The girl that does my insurance is someone that was in my class in school, which is really funny. Um, But she gave me a, like I sent her a car a while ago that I was like, I might want to get this car. She calculated out the insurance per month. I think it was like 172 or something. It was pretty high. And so I added that in and I came up with this number of 350. So all that to say is that I put 350 away for car savings. And right now I'm doing a little calculation on my phone. I think I've been doing this for about 20 months because I'm at about $7,000 in that account. And what I hope to do is either use that to buy our van because that is a car. Mm-hmm. And it, to be honest, it makes more sense to get a van before I get a Jeep just because if we get a van and we go live in it, I'm not going to be using the Jeep. Yeah. I'll just sit here in Ohio, which is kind of silly, even though I want it more than anything. <laughs> like I really want it. But um I'll either use that for a van or I'll just keep holding on to it and use it as a down payment for the car and knowing in my mind that I can afford 350 a month. Like mm-hmm. that's my max for car payment and insurance. So, phew, breath. <laughs> so like I said, $600 in a, $611 positive each month, 50 disposable savings, 100 travel, 300 to my car savings, leaves me with $111 a month left over. Those three things are obviously things I'm not paying for. Like that money still belongs to me. It's still in my total income overall. But $111, which would be what's left in my checking account at the end of every paycheck. Phew, gotta take a breath. That is my freaking money breakdown, people. You now know everything you know (laughs) about where I spend my money, how I spend my money, and how I live off of a salary. And I definitely wish that I could have given you guys more tips in this episode. I definitely think we could do, Marissa and I could definitely both talk about tips for how to spend your money or how to save your money because obviously we have two different situations. Um, So I think that would be fun, but Mm -hmm. I just want to give you guys the transparency in this episode. Yeah. 
So I, I hope you enjoyed that. It was a little bit I crazy and it. a lot of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel like so out of breath. I'm like, phew, that was a lot. Yeah, I love it though because I know like when Kyle moves in, I'm going to have to like completely reframe everything and like how I've been spending. Yeah. And I know you were talking about like having your own money and then having this account like with Angelo now for like the travel account. And yeah. so the debit card that I actually use is a joint account with Kyle, but my money nice. is the only one in there right now because he's been yeah. having his direct deposit into his own account. But our joint account is the only account that I currently have. So okay. I think that we're going to take a little bit of a different approach, which is like going back to what you said at the beginning of like how you split costs and everything. And yeah. we're just going to put all of our money into one account to and one. then yeah. divide everything up separately from there. Mm -hmm. And right now, of course, again, I'm in a very different scenario because I'm also saving for a wedding. So yeah, every single yeah, month, whole other thing. Damn. Every single month, I put five hundred dollars into my savings for my wedding account. That's and, a good amount. Damn, yeah, girl. Yeah. So I only have one savings account right now, and I use that specifically for the wedding. And Kyle has his own savings account that he's using for like his car payment and stuff. But yeah. It to be completely transparent, I'm not really gonna have a lot of savings after the yeah. wedding because all of the money that I've saved up since I started working when I was 16 is going to the wedding. That's wild. And I'll do all of my like money transparency. Yes. When I graduated college, I had thirteen thousand five hundred dollars in my savings account. Okay. And that was all specifically for the wedding. And mm -hmm. that was all the money that I had saved. And it, it wasn't necessarily going to the wedding. It was just right. like one big savings account. Savings and I was account. like, I have this money as like Which, that. by the way, that's really good. That's a really good amount. Yeah. I'm excited for you for that. At 22. That was crazy. Yeah, for sure. And right now it's only at about $10,000. But that's because I've been paying for wedding things. So it's been going yeah. down every month. But it's still really good. Yeah. Wow. So I have that money. Kyle also gives me $500 a month for this wedding uh, mm -hmm. like savings account so we've been paying for that I've been paying for everything but he's been sending me the money if that makes right. sense yeah so no that makes sense we've been saving a thousand dollars a month and we've been doing that since specifically when the one thousand dollars a month we've been saving that since August of last year okay so that makes sense that's been almost a year so we've got almost 12, Is August 000. of last year around when you got engaged no, we got engaged October of 2021, so almost oh, shit. two yeah, years it has been ago. Longer. Okay, that makes sense. But I had my thirteen thousand five hundred dollars, and then I also had like Kyle sending me money. I was putting two hundred dollars a month when I was still in school into there, and yeah. then I kind of took a break when I moved because I needed to be able to pay my rent and stuff. For but then, sure. Starting August of last year, that's when we started doing the five hundred dollars a month each. So. Grand scheme of things, we will probably spend, I don't know, we'll do the whole money breakdown after the wedding when I actually yeah, know all of the I costs, but we're guessing around $35,000, something crazy. like weddings that. Weddings are nuts. <laughs> yeah. No, weddings are nuts. Actually, I just can't wait to talk about that. And you guys get ready because we have a few wedding episodes already planned, like a few concepts, which is yes. really cool. But um, that's something I always wondered about too, because I'm like, yeah, I want to get married someday, but like. Uh, you have to afford it. So I'm like, yeah. I should start saving now. Like, this is crazy. Out yeah. Here. I was saving ever since the day I turned 16. And, and I started work the day after I turned 16. So not even yeah. kidding. Like, the day I could work, yeah. I started working. <laughs> and I've been saving money ever since. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. But you kind of have to. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Wow. Well, thank you for that. Of I'm course. so excited. <laughs> I hope everyone likes hearing this and please let us know what you want us to dive more into because I felt like that was going to be like a really good full discussion. But now in my brain, I'm like, oh my God, there's so many more things we can talk no, about. No, like, literally. So many more ways to go. So I definitely think we can iterate like a bi-monthly fi- finance podcast where we just talk about one specific detail. Like I said, splitting money between a couple will be interesting. Maybe next year, once you guys have like settled in, we can talk about that because it's just so interesting. And especially when Angela and I first moved in together, that was a weird like, it's just like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. And what makes sense? And what's fair? Because in our relationship too, I do make more money than Angelo, but we still split everything equally. And there are times that I will say that we go back and forth where it's like okay Angela's doing a little better right now or Erica's doing a little better right now I'm gonna pay for more things this year Angela paid for more things last year like you go through I don't know struggles like for mm-hmm. instance in college I was not as good with my money and so sometimes I would just be like oh my god I have like no money and Angela would be like it's okay like I'll buy dinner it's okay like yeah I can handle it right now and now we're like kind of reversed so it works for us but I wonder what works for other people I find it so interesting yeah and I but think yeah. that just because like Kyle and I have never lived together and like we just like we're kind of thinking of this like He's obviously going to make more money than me. He's going to be a nurse. So we were like, well, what if we just put all of the money together? All the bills come out of the account. We like know that all of our money is in there. So like we'll just do that for a couple of months. And then if it doesn't work. Yeah. If it doesn't work, that's totally fine. Yeah, I like that. It's almost like a test run. It's like, all right, let's see how this works. Yeah, I love that. I've I've thought about that, too, because I'm like, I don't know what we'll end up doing. But I have thought recently about it would be smart in my eyes for us to open a joint credit card potentially yeah. and put all of our bills on that credit card and then we just split the credit card payment every month and that would help us build our credit because neither of us have or have ever had a credit card we just don't have any mm-hmm. um and I know that's a good way to build credit if you do it properly yes. I will say if you pay it if you don't pay it that's where it can get dangerous but um yeah that's something I'm kind of interested in too so I'm excited to see how that works for you guys though yeah, I do have a credit card. So this will be my last little tangent. I do have a credit yeah, card, but I just, it. I have automatic payments set up. So I don't mm-hmm. like pay it like, like every two weeks or whatever. I know a Got bunch it. of people do to like keep their credit score going up, but I have a good credit score. I think it's like in the 700s. So I have a good credit nice. score and I just pay it automatically every month. Yeah, I think, <laughs> No, I think that makes sense. And I think, uh, to be honest, I feel like that kind of does the same thing. I'm not sure if it's actually better. To- yeah. I don't know. Do it the other way. My credit score so. says good, so I'm gonna say that it's good. My credit score says good. I wait. I'm now. I'm really curious. So I wanted to look at my credit score and tell you guys if it also says good or not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm really curious. Okay, I'm logging in right now. You guys, give me like two seconds. Yeah, mine is. I love this episode. Seven twenty nine. Okay, okay, that's or might be better than mine. I lied. I think you might be ahead of me, girl. Um, hello, load. I just bought a house though, so that's That's um, very true. (laughs) It took a hit. Yeah. (laughs) It took a hit, but we're working on it. Okay. No, I do not want to sign up. (laughs) You're like, just show me my credit score, please. I just want my regular score. Okay. Okay. It's coming. It's loading so slow. Of course. Oh, 717. Oh. I'm barely ahead of you. I thought it was going to be a lot. I think it's gone up recently. Yay. Actually, which is really, really cool. But I also have this is something very interesting. So, like, I don't know if I can say this. I think I can. So if you're listening, heads up. When I was younger, in when I, by younger, I mean high school aged, my mom made me an authorized user on one of her store credit cards. So you know how if you go to like Kohl's, they'll be like, you want to sign up for a credit card? Or you go to like Victoria's Secret. They're like, if you sign up for our credit card, you can get free underwear or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what they say. But anyways, my mom had a store credit card for like a random store. 
And she made me in high school an authorized user so that I could use the credit card and earn her points. Yeah. So she's like, oh, if you're shopping in the store anyways, just use Might my card well. and then I'll get the points for it and we can spend them on. Actually, she did like a whole Disney trip. Majority spent her points to get it like for free. She got like Disney That's gift crazy. cards for free and then used them to pay for Disney. It was actually pretty cool. My mom should come on our podcast. She's a <laughs> couponing queen. But anyways, all that to say that when she made me an authorized user, she didn't know this and I didn't either. That permanently attached that credit card to my name and now that's a part of my credit score so if my mom for instance were to not pay that card and just go into debt and for instance she's almost at her credit limit on this credit card (laughs) um that's affecting my score so like just heads up if your parents are ever like oh you can use my card like I put your name on it be aware that that affects you I had no idea until she didn't either she didn't either oh no she had no clue Angela and I tried to buy a house for the first time a few years ago and we didn't have credit a good enough credit it wasn't and by the way I said this in the house episode that we weren't like we didn't have enough money to get a house it wasn't that it was our credit Angela told me after he's like I listened to the episode and do you remember that it was our credit not our money and I was like no I didn't remember that but our credit wasn't good enough and part of the reason for that and something that they were like okay we're gonna pull a credit report and see your credit they hand it to me and they're like Erica we see you have a credit card I'm like no No, I don't I don't have any credit cards (laughs) he's like you have a insert store name here credit card I'm like no I actually don't and then he showed it to me and I was like oh my gosh my mom I does. know what that's he said, from <laughs> yeah he said are you an authorized user and I was like I don't know and I didn't she never used those words to me and I don't think she knew them either she was just like oh you can use my card yeah so I neither of us knew I was an authorized user so that's just a random tangent heads up if your parents ever put you on their card yeah it will beware your credit score <laughs> yeah beware if they don't pay it it will come back to haunt you so get your name off there or make sure they're paying yeah that's so yeah, funny that though be a thing I know it was so random and then I called my mom after and I was like mom I just tried to buy a house and like I can't because you put me on your credit card and she was like what are you talking about she's like, like don't worry don't I'll pay the know. bill <laughs> she and when I told her I was like I guess you put me as an authorized user on your on your store credit card and she was like really I did like she didn't even remember putting me on so that's just a random thing I don't know how that happened but apparently it can that's funny yeah but anyways you guys I think we've talked enough (laughs) this is definitely a longer episode I still hope you guys enjoyed it and enjoyed hearing all of the ins and outs and like I said please please let us know what else you guys want to hear because Marissa and I have said this a hundred times and we'll say it again we're open books we'll just talk about anything like we don't care we don't give a frick so send us emails tell us everything (laughs) message us on um, Instagram at we run on coffee and definitely check out our Instagram we're picking things up I've got some videos going over there with some little audio clips which have been really fun um on our instagram reels and we post every week and check out our instagram today as you're listening for marissa's new tattoo because i want to show you guys i'm so excited that's so cute do you do you and your friend have a picture of you guys together with it it. (laughs) that would be so cute you guys have to do that but yeah so thank you guys for listening i hope you enjoyed follow us anywhere you find your podcast you guys know where give us a rating of five stars yes we are please. begging you if you <laughs> like this episode definitely rate us five stars and we would totally appreciate it we love you in all the countries you're listening from they're growing and it's so exciting Yay. and we can't wait to see you guys next week so with that i'm erica and i'm marissa and, and we, we run, run on, on coffee. coffee bye guys bye